This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it, how to identify and avoid publishing predators, what opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms, how to avoid losing money, and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, top of the day to everybody. Once again, the publishing predators are in the news. I've mentioned it not once, not twice, but multiple times. And this time with the certainly the major lawsuit that has been filed in the form of a class action. And if I, I'm going to tell all of you to go to the authoru.org website, authoru.org website, read the blog. Um, and if you are listening to this post the week of, of where we are sitting here, very early June 10th is when it was posted, or 9th it was posted. But if you're post the week of June 9th, 2013, just go into our log archive on the blog and pull it that way. But basically, it leads, the headline is Publishing Predator Update, Hello Author Solutions, Hello Class Action Lawsuit. So it starts off something like this. The favorite sound of every publishing predator is shaking, shaking, shaking. Author Solutions tentacles are massive. Author House is its mothership. So there is also Ex Libris, iUniverse, Trayford Publishing, Book Tango, Publibrio, and also those amazing strategic and expanding strategic partnerships as they're identified on the Author Solutions Author House website with Balboa Press, which is Hay House, Archway Publishing, which is Simon & Schuster, Westbow Press, which is Thomas Nelson, Abbott Press, which is Reader's Digest, Inspiring Voices, which is the newest starting in just February of 2013, which is Guidepost, Life Rich Publishing, another Reader's Digest. They're all stealthful relationships that most authors are absolutely clueless that they've engaged Author Solutions house until the emails and the calls start coming in. Now, with a call that I just had with a very vulnerable, very hurt, very cash-depleted author that they actually roped her in, and she agreed to go along with it because she did not know any better, but by the time that she finally said, my God, what is going on, 40000 hear me, $40,000 had gone out the door. Now, very few people know that these groups have these packages. One of their packages, if you want to sign on there for publicity, is $14,999. Why anyone would go down this path, if you've got that kind of money to kiss off, because that's what you're going to do. If you have that kind of money to kiss off, I, I'd like to tell you to send me a check, you know, and I'll send you a thank you note. And I mean, I'll, I'll even send you a ticket to Disneyland. But the, the reality is that um, it's kiss off money. You can engage someone who truly is a true professional. This is what they do for a living for those kinds of monies. So I'm going to encourage you, all of you, to go to the authoru.org website, read the blog that's dated June 9th. 
read it carefully. The name of the law firm that is based in New York that is that is uh, filed the lawsuit is called Giscan, Solotaroff, Anderson and Stewart. I have their website up there. I actually had the link to the thirty page lawsuit. I would suggest you read it and weep and beware. So with that said, I want to welcome Shannon Parrish, who I have worked with for, I got it seems like a zillion years. Shannon is both an artist, an illustrator, and she's done, uh, she did the uh, interior art for my book, Money Smarts, Turbulent Times. And she's also a WordPress web designer. So she's able to, uh, what, what makes uh, Shannon work is she's able to utilize her visual skills, her graphic skills, and incorporate with her web designs, which is kind of a two for one, and I think quite lovely. And she gets the brand and the persona um, of what she does. And then the other bonus, if you've ever t- attended one of the uh, Author You extravaganzas, uh, and I hope you have May 1 to 3, 2014 on your calendar because she does the graphic recording. So as a speaker is speaking, she actually visualizes in cartoon illustration and keywords and uh, big pops the key phrases, the key thoughts of it. So it's called graphic recording. So she's got those skills as well. So if you if you want a little information on her, all you have to do is go to Book Sites, and that's S-I-T-E-S, BookSites.us for web design, and Shannon Parrish, and that's a double N in Shannon and a single R in Parrish.com to contact her regarding those creative services. So we're going to talk about Websites. We're going to talk about branding. We're going to talk about incorporating illustrations and how you can make your books pop. And with that, Shannon, welcome to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Hi, Judith. Good to see you again. Yeah, we're on again. We're, all, <laughs> we're off and running. So, so, I mean, so, it's, you know, it's a daily occurrence. <laughs> it, actually, it is. Sometimes multiple. You know, sometimes yes. multiple. And at least they, they rarely are, oh, my God, what were you thinking? But no, let, no. Let, let's talk about uh, this whole thing of what's going on in the website design world and how can the savvy author really have their website stand out? What what can they do to simplify and yet pop? Well, the first thing that I have noticed a trend in is authors trying to cut corners by going to freebie sites where they can set up their own site with a template. And then uh, going to perhaps just only a blog site. And those sites are good to get them started, but it's not going to help them build their business at all. And in order to build their business and to focus on what it is that they want to accomplish with their, their book marketing is that they have to have a plan and they need to put all of that information on a website that is actually functional, that they have control over, and that they can be flexible in what they do on it. Which is critical. I I think flexibility is one of the key words for authors. Um, And also, uh, for, for me, I mean, I know a lot about technology, but I am not brilliant. And that for me, what it, the, the the magic word ease, I, I I think it's important for an author to feel that they don't need a PhD in websites to be able to add content, to delete content, to do some minor tweaks. I'm not talking about graphic design, but I'm talking about posting and things like that so they can have a little control and not be spending an arm and a leg every time they need something done or there's a little hiccup. 
That is very, very true. The thing that attracted me so much to WordPress was that previously when I'd build HTML websites for my clients, I they often came to me because a webmaster had passed away or had gotten uh, some kind of other thing that happened in their life and they disappeared. And then they the my client was being held hostage or completely lost all of their efforts that they had already put up on the website. So we would have to recreate everything from scratch, which wasted time and money for them, but they never had control over it. So they were constantly being held hostage. WordPress allows a author to have much more control and to be able to spontaneously change things or to update information as they need it, not on the webmaster schedule, but on their own schedule. Well, and that's what's critical because sometimes our schedule is one in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my clients are contacting me so late at night. It makes me laugh because I think, does anybody ever sleep? <laughs> because they're all working on their stuff or they're traveling and yeah. you know they, they're in a hotel room. Well, the beauty of this is that it's not something that you have to be at home to manage. You can manage it anywhere from your browser. Yeah. I mean, I, w I would highly recommend, I know that mobile marketing is certainly expanding, expanding, expanding in the use of all our smartphones. But the reality is, I would definitely not suggest you try to make any changes on your website via your mobile phone. You really need to do a little bit bigger screen so you can see <clears throat> the big picture. <laughs> yeah, the the one thing the one thing that you can do on your mobile phone, which is okay, is that there are uh, there is a plug-in or an ability to be able to post from your mobile phone just by sending an email. Uh, it's a little bit more complicated. It it doesn't have fancy formatting. You can attach a picture or an audio or a video, but it will default to a certain position in your blog post. But you can send an email and it will post onto your blog. And and that's a good idea um, that you can start doing strategic or you have things that are the ahas um, and you see amazing things happen. I think that it does add a little bit more complication knowing a little bit about how to post uh, graphics or photos or etc. internally within a uh, blog post that I for me that would not work because there's just too many too many steps. I have to think way so out of the box which I normally do. It's just too much. But I would suggest for simple things that you don't have graphics, new graphics that you have to get into your gallery then to move down, um, that it works. It would work great. So, all right. What else is, what else is, uh, maybe, I don't know if you know these stats, but how many people really do use WordPress? Has it become the, the, the uh, platform of choice for websites or are there a whole bunch of others out there? Oh, there's a definite um, uh, influx. WordPress holds the larger share of the of the market, so to speak, in website building. There are other options out there, but uh, WordPress, because of its popularity, its ease, the the easy access of information, and the um, ability to be able to work with it, it's become extremely popular and it's very uh, effective in regarding search engine optimization. There's a lot of tools that you can add to your website that do work for you behind the scenes without you having to think about it that help you with your search uh, your search engine optimization. 
All right. And then that makes sense. All right. So let's now switch in. We've got about two minutes before our first break. So let's let's look at um, some things that the bells and whistles that are. Let's talk about the must haves. What are the must haves bells and whistles that a website should have today for an author? Well, the the absolute must-have that you need is that you have to be very clear and, clear and succinct for your uh, visitor when they come to your website that they know exactly what it is that you do. Uh, you have to be very focused in what you want to do, what you, how you want to uh, position yourself, and they have to be able to be very easy to uh, navigate through. You want your social media buttons on there. You want them to sign up and be motivated to sign up. Uh, for your mailing list so they can stay in contact with you. And you want a, uh, you want them to get so intrigued with your website that they end up getting spending a lot of time in there, poking around, reading what you've read. And there are plugins that help tease people to get them curious about other things that you've read that they will go deeper and deeper into your site. Those to me are top. Yeah. Topics. What's the average time that someone hangs out on a website? It could be half a second. It depends oh, on what ouch. they're looking at. <laughs> it, it's horrible. Yeah. The, um, it's, when it's getting better and better is when, they, when they're spending 30 minutes on your website, you get excited. But people have extremely short attention spans, so they pop in, pop out, and you got to grab them right away. All right. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about more of these must-haves, including video on your website. This is Judith Browse. My guest is Shannon Parrish of Illustrating You. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you or another Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author You today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author You on Twitter at AuthorU and on Facebook at AuthorU, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author You, where the author goes to become seriously successful. sell stuff? Do you want to sell books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The Free Terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract, all equipment is free, extremely low rates, and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. 
The free terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both AuthorU and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no-contract AuthorU deal. Every picture tells a story, and it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for... Excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're back with Shannon Parrish of Illustrated New and ShannonParish.com, and we're talking websites as well as graphics, so we don't want to leave the the ability and why you should and how you should maybe include some visuals on the interior designs of your books but let's let's stay on the website thing that the one of the things that is at least hot in my kind of author land is the inclusion of video and so i i guess what i like is your feedback here one and two if it's yes for god's sakes you have it do you shannon put it smack dab on the page on your home page as you open it up or do you bury it I mean where does it go well there's several different places that you can put your video it depends on what your uh, other information is that you're posting on your website that you want people to get to but video is an absolute must as far as uh, getting people engaged and getting them to hang on to your website a little bit longer to find out what you're about you can have a video on your homepage, the first thing that they see. If it's very large, it takes up a lot of other real estate that you know you might want to have them see something else. But you can also make uh, your video in the sidebar of your website. It can be very small. People are very curious. They're going to click on it and they want to hear it. Whatever you do, never make it so that it starts the minute they open up the web page. That that. That scares people. They might be at work and they don't want people knowing that they're prowling around your website and they'll close it out. 
So well, you, th- you, well, that's the same thing. If you start, uh, l- let me just add on to that because some of the other bells and whistles is that you open up a website and all of a sudden this person walks on and starts talking to you, or that bang, it just it starts talking to you. I mean, are are you saying probably not a good idea? No, not a good idea at all. At first, uh, when when those walk-on video recordings where the person came up to you started, it was such a hot deal and it looked so cool that everybody started doing it. But what they found was that people would get annoyed or they would stop visiting the website because they just didn't want to see it again. And then they tweaked it so that it would only show up once. But then you end up in all kinds of technical issues with people's cookies, whether they want them or they don't want them. And, and people just, if you give anybody a hoop, that they have to jump through, they're gone, that they just want to do it. So a video that gives them an option to click on and to watch is great. Not everybody is a great person at video producing like yourself and don't know how to speak uh, right on a video. They're a little awkward. So there's other video options such as Animoto or um, making uh, something that like what RSA Animate does Mm -hmm. you can look them up on youtube where it's actually a drawing like what i do with graphic recording and then somebody's narrating what it is and you want your videos short and enticing all right so short means how long shannon uh well it could be anywhere from 30 seconds which is longer than you think it is to maybe a minute uh it depends on what your content is and how good you are at delivering it i've actually lingered and watched the video that went on for 15 minutes just because the content was so intriguing. But for me personally, and I know that I represent a percentage of the population, if I get onto a video and you've got given me an intro and there's music and there's credits, I'm gone. I just don't have time for it. I want the meat immediately when I get on the website. I don't want to, I don't need any fluff. I can get fluff on TV. Well, so let's let's come back to that. I'm, I'm thinking about some of the videos I have on my own personal website, and they were, uh, and they do range anywhere from I think about a minute and a half for the live videos, a minute and a half. I think there's one up to uh, four four minutes, and they're all content designs. For example, I'll hold a book up. Okay, so here's what you're looking for on a cover, and bang 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 bang, and then I'll flip it over. I'll do another video. Here's what you're looking for on a back cover. This is what the key elements you're looking for. So for a listeners that if you are an information resource like for me I write primarily nonfiction although I work with clients as a book shepherd with both fiction and nonfiction but for me personally I'm a nonfiction writer so I'm going to be delivering content versus telling the story or trying to bring you in that way so I've I'm perfect for a video what we call a video blog that you could just start putting up and doing some regular things and recycle them. So there, there's a lot of little tips that you could start doing. And I think that's one of the things that came out at the extravaganza uh, this year was really putting up a two-minute clip. Just use your smartphone well, and start and, and, a tip. And more, more than that, what you, what you mentioned is that you held up a book and you point to it. Those visual clues help people to understand what it is that you're talking about. Never, ever just be a talking head. Even, you know, and when you're doing your, uh, using your mobile phone, it's actually interesting for a person to see you in different locations. If you're taking a walk, you whip up your cell phone, you start talking while you're in the zone, mm-hmm. and it can be very interesting and engaging for your audience. They don't really care for perfect. Perfect puts them on guard. 
No, they're looking for information. I mean, one of the one of our uh, guests that we had actually uh, the previous week, Terry Brock on who is a technology wizard he will actually he'll take his video camera out he posts it in the yard he does a variety of things he will be on site at conferences and he will uh, really whip it up and 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 say here's where i am here's what i'm going to focus on today and you're right there so it kind of takes takes the viewer on a little journey but then they get the content so it's kind of like the the who what where when and why type of format only it's very succinct sharp 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 so what we're saying is to all our listeners is that you've got to be concise you've got to have information if you're using it as a video give a visual just not your talking lips hold up a prop props are wonderful I mean if you watch shows that are successful they always use gimmicks and gadgets use them also to support whatever it is that you're leading into I, I think that's really critical on that and also Shannon mentioned Animoto and I've been a fan of Animoto for a long time. I've done Christmas cards on Animoto. I have done greetings on Animoto. I have done book trailers using Animoto. Um, I, you need to go. It's free if you have a very shorty shorty, and we're talking really short and maybe 10 frames. I suggest you pay the 30 bucks and you buy it on an annual basis so you have a much broader um, uh, use of material, their products, their music, their their themes, their ability to flip slides, because you can put together something that could be enticing, I, uh, and and really put it together to grab your uh, what Shannon says. I mean, for years I just had the Animoto on my website as they opened they could find out what I did as a book shepherd or even author you had one until we started to develop other areas so it's a great way to get started I think I would play around go to the tutorials and find out how to use A-N-I-M-O-T-O dot com alright Shannon so you want to add to that yes I do um, another thing is that people have a YouTube channel and there's many different places that you can embed your video into your website but you can manually do it one video at a time with a blog post and have a video with your post. But for those people who are prolific like yourself or like some of my other clients, they have a YouTube channel. And there is a plugin in WordPress that you can pull in that channel and it'll create a gallery so that people can look at all your past videos and be able to see what your most current video is that shows up as a gallery. So it's fun to have a gallery on your website of all the different videos that you've done. But a word of caution is do not mix personal videos with business videos. Uh. Just start a different account for your personal and keep your business pure. You know, that that is so critical, and I think we all mix it up in the beginning because we don't know what in the hell we're doing. That's number one. But um, we do mix it up. So and, and, of course, with YouTube as well as Facebook and Twitter and all the other platforms is that you've got to have an idea. Uh, you've got to use different different emails to create these different accounts. So have your just keep track. And I get confused myself, but keep track so that you can separate them. And and I think that when we when we I want to get our next segment, I really want to do some focusing on the whole area of branding. Um, and and really, how do you brand? And maybe we can just really kick it off now, Shannon. How do you how do you start branding? Finding the right names. How do you bring it into play so we can make sure that we don't become schizophrenic 
in the process because I think that's where a lot of authors do or they get they're so excited they're so enthusiastic that they they kick it off with uh, their dog Muffy's name or something and then they think <laughs> oh oh I made a mistake and and of course right. then they're there so do we throw everything out how do we save it help us out let's let's kind of start a game plan on putting that together we have a couple of minutes before our break Okay, well, the first thing is that the worst thing you can do is to brand yourself the way that you think you're supposed to brand yourself, because that's coming from a position of what you think everybody else is thinking about you, which you don't know what everybody else is thinking about you. You have to be true to being who you are. And I think you are a fantastic example of being very true to who you are and your brand naturally comes out of you. So it's very easy to reinforce and it helps to avoid the confusion that you have in, in being able to say, this is what I want and this is how I want it to look at because you know who you are. You're very true to who you are and everybody knows what to expect. So you've branded yourself well. We know your colors. We know your personality. <laughs> we know your deliverance. I mean, everything that Judith does is Judith's way. I mean, Judith is the brand. And I, I love being able to point to what you've done as an example because then people get it. And, they, and the number one thing is they realize that it can be really quite fun. And it has to be true to who they are and how they live their life. Well, I think that, I mean, a brand is not just a color, although Coca-Cola will always be red and McDonald's will always have the golden arch in there, but that it's the brand goes beyond colors and it's, and it is that persona and it could be some graphics that you bring in. So that's where I think it makes sense. And maybe we should, we should, we'll, we'll focus on this before we go segue into our break. But I think that, that having an illustration, a visual that ties people in that they say, Oh, it's the book shepherd. Oh, it's illustrating you. Oh, it's that. And Shannon, I've watched you evolve over the years because you as a graphic person, you're creative all over the place. And you oh, have yes. some switching. And it's it's important to really do that settling down because what happens, people get confused. And when you're Absolutely. creating a visual brand, people need to see, ah, that's what it is. I know what that means. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. Is that not correct? That is absolutely true, and there's nobody better to tell you what that's like except for somebody that's been there, done that. All right, so <laughs> so in 30 seconds, if we're, and then we'll do a leapfrog, someone who has been there, done that, you started, I mean, you've had how many different versions before you settled on what you have now? Well, the problem that I had is that I had so many different things that I did that I was trying to um, – let people know what I did by the event of what I did, not by who I was. And uh, I have to. So let's that, hold that. Let's hold that. We're going to come back with that and we will open with that on our next segment. This is Judith Browse. My guest is Shannon Parrish. We're talking about websites and branding. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing, Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 
or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Branding, being consistent, being who you are. As Shannon said, there was, she used a phrase called Judith Way. And a lot of people in, in, that I've always said, I think it's really a good idea to be able to describe yourself in just a few words. So how I describe myself, I'm blunt, I'm butt-kicking, I'm benevolent, I'm a book coach, I'm a book tater. And, and so you, you bring those things that together. So people will, they expect my, my responses are going to be blunt and to the point. I will goose you. If you say, I want this book done in four months, my God, you're going to get booted all along the way. If, if, but if you need a hug along the way, you'll get that too. Um, I, I can be very kind, but I also, I'm focused on what you told me you needed to do. And then that evolution, because there's a lot of times in the book writing process, the book creation process, and the book production process, is there hiccups come along and that you've got to have, work with someone who is intuitive and will probe and figure out what it is. And maybe it's going to have to be put off a few months. Sometimes that happens but instead of burying it and not recognizing it needs to come to the surface as we go along with that and the one thing that I've really learned is when I've let people go down their path saying oh yeah well I've got a great designer and they're going to do this it's my friend and they do great brochures every time I've gone down that way and they and all of a sudden they want to do a book design interior it has been the absolute kiss of death and a multi 
thousand dollar air. So we've really kind of said as a book tater that if you're working with me, you're going to work with the team of people that we have already vetted and cleared. No one else. And if you can't do that, then you need to go play with someone else. So people know what they get. And that's what Shannon is talking about. So she also brought up the the situation is that it's very important to brand your don't brand yourself as who you think you are you really need to get a tweak and perception of what other people think you are because if somehow that's out there and you've gone that road you either need to take it and run with it or you maybe need to do an assessment and evaluation and go into therapy and think oh my god what have i done <laughs> so <laughs> with that said shannon <laughs> That is so true. That's so true. You know, branding is actually not your logo. It's not your marketing. Marketing is marketing. Branding is how people feel about you and what they expect when they come to you. And you want to manage their expectations. The worst mistake that you can make, which is what I was doing, is that I was trying to market or brand my individual services, which confused everybody all over the place. And when I realize that I'm the common thread between there, I'm the creative, then it makes it a lot easier for other people to be able to repeat to somebody else what it is that I do. I can tell somebody what Judith does very easily. One, I've worked with her for, like you said, since the dinosaurs walked through. No. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. You are aging. No, I know, I know, I know. But it's, it's very easy for me to tell somebody what to expect. She's going to make sure that you succeed. If you listen, if you're teachable, if you do the work, she's not going to let you slough off because she probably cares as much, if not more, about your project than, unfortunately, a lot of others do, which is why people drop off is because they're really not sold into their own product. So the question is, why are you trying to brand yourself if you're not even convinced in what you've got? And um, it's people want to sell books, but to brand just your book limits you to that one book. But if you brand yourself as an author who produces all these other books, you can even segue in other things, which, by the way, I also happen to be a coach or whatever. You know, um, there's very few of us are focused on just one particular thing. They, you know, we have different expressions of ourselves, but you don't want to confuse the visitor. You want it to make sense to them. So you're the brand. And who you are, what your personality is like should be reflected in your website and in your in your marketing materials. If you're a very larger than life, colorful uh, person who is very active, you might have a lot of different variety of bright colors and excitement on the website because that's your energy level. But if you are a counselor, perhaps, and you need to make people feel safe because of the topic that you're dealing with, you want more muted colors that feel safe. All of all of the color thing is a subliminal message mm -hmm. to people about what they can expect. Are they safe? Are you exciting? Are you fun? Are yeah. you authoritative? Yep. yep. And you know, the, the reality is <clears throat> that pastels would never work for me. I like, oh, never. No. Yeah, you know, I'm, I like vibrant. I like, I'm, I've, I, there, there is a wild woman in me. And I think that, that authors need to figure out what's internally within them. They need to decide what they want to let out. 
what they what they want to let out, what they want to share with the world. And then I think that your advice is to, to get a reality check from what other people. This is not your mother, by the way, when we say yes. this. This is not your best friend. These are people who, who whatever your topic is about, whatever your expertise is about, you need to get feedback from users of, of that need or maybe the people who need your expertise, whether they're going to buy you is another issue, but what they need, um, that what they're looking for, because maybe that will be part of the shaping as you go along. <clears throat> and there's also no reason why you shouldn't be morphing in this day and age, because we are morphers. Absolutely. And, and, and just the reality of what we were talking about um, in the very beginning that how you create videos to add that they could be they could just be 30 seconds which could be just fine because remember we are in a nano uh, byte information world people are looking for quick 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 and you have to really grab them very quickly that's why you can't diddle around with uh, with with running credits so to speak um, before you get to the meat they really want the meat pretty quick well, the the fact of it is, too, is that if you're fickle in about who you are, you're going to attract fickle customers. They may be there. They may not. They may pay. They may not. But if you're more true about who you are, you're more confident, you're more focused, and you attract a higher quality of customer or client base or fan base, which then become your evangelists, and they tell other people about what you do because there's no surprises. You're not going back and forth with things. Well, I, you know, one of the things I have to I have to throw this in here that that when people are asking for advice about books, um, for for input on their own book, I, one of the things as the author you need to ask them, would you would you be a buyer of this type of book? If there aren't, don't get their opinion. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And and we authors sometimes don't think along that line. You want to get input from who your market is. And that deals with branding. And, and, and the other thing I say at book signing when people is, before you spend a lot of time talking with someone, ask them, do you buy books? If they don't, next. It's next. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if, if you're a woman who's written a, a romance novel that is geared towards women, don't ask a man what he thinks about your book. Oh, it's worthless unless they unless they read romance, right? Unless they read like I I read mystery thrillers. You ask me about them. Uh, you don't ask me about a romance book. Don't ask me about a Nora Ephraim type of book or you know any of the the big romance nom. I mean, I I don't even know who these people are. Don't ask me. Don't ask me because oh. I don't read them. Um, I'd like to mention that for your website, it's not just your branding. Your website is a very powerful tool. It helps you to focus on, it's like building a business plan and where you're going to go. It helps you to set your goals and in the, you want a type of website that will grow with your goals that you can continue to expand with things such as a video gallery or other things. But it's also a powerful tool for yourself personally. For several of my clients, I've built an administrative section in that's password protected so that they can grab a hold of documents or other things that they might have left at home, but it's always up on the website so that they can get it wherever they're at. So your website can be a very powerful tool, not just for marketing and education, but for yourself personally. Well, hey, that's a very cool idea. That's a hot tip. So webmasters, you need to have kind of a secret door 
that maybe only you can go into that you have all this stuff stockpiled that you could access from anywhere. Maybe you don't have your computer with you, but you have somebody else's computer and you have this amazing epiphany come in and there's a little tidbit on something else you wrote that you could just snag and write and drop in and, and wrap around it. So good, good idea. So I, I don't have one of those. I need a secret door. <laughs> it sure is handy, especially if you're a person that's traveling a lot. It's been yes. invaluable to several of the clients that I've made them to because they they use them to process other clients' payments that might be in, in their office or they if they're doing presentations and speaking, all of their presentations and their PDFs that they use personally are up there where they can get them and print them. You know, maybe they need more business cards while they're on the road. Well, the, the template is already up there and they can just send it to Kinko's whenever they need to and, and they can do it. It's whatever they want to do. It's just unlimited. Yeah, Shannon, you, you, you call Kinko's still Kinko's, which hasn't been Kinko's oh, probably for eight true. years. That's true. It's, it's, FedEx. it's FedEx. But I do that, too. I, I just, it's Kinko's to Now, me. that's branding. Well, that is branding. I'm always surprised when people walk away from a major brand like that. But, yeah. all right. So, we have a, we have a couple of minutes to segue, before we segue to our final session. And if you were to put together, I, I kind of like do's and don'ts lists. So if um, if you were going to do a don't list when it comes to website and branding, what would be on that list? Don't be boring. <laughs> ah, okay. Don't be boring. Don't be complicated. Don't be over simple. You know, I mean, you, you people, when they get to your website, they want to know what the point is. So get to the point. Um, don't write as though you're trying to convince somebody to get your product. Already be convinced and present your benefits knowing what their problem is and you're the solution to their problem. Um, a real common problem is the copy that people will write sounds almost apologetic or they're trying to beg them or convince them and so it makes them appear very weak and it's not convincing. People are immediately on guard and they don't even know why they're on guard. It's all subliminal, but it has to do with how you're writing your copy. You want strong and copy that tells people what they need to do and where they need to act on next. That would be a big do. So the strong copy really has to imply go, 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 go. But, yes. without, but without having an aggressive, blatant sales pitch. Absolutely. People are burned out by sales pitches and and too much clutter is not a good idea. It's very confusing. We're, we're inundated with so much information. You want your website to be a refuge and you want it to be super rich to solve problems and have things that can be used for viral marketing. If somebody sees a video that they love that you've posted on your website, they're going to share it on their social network. That's viral marketing. And you want them to be able to share your blog posts, share your articles, share your videos, share your audios. Your, you know, so um, you want short and funny. You know, if you have a sense of humor, show your sense of humor. Don't be afraid to, to show it. You know, Judith, you have no problem showing your sense of humor, and that little—it's wacky. It's wacky sometimes. All right. So yeah. with that, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back to the idea of I want to come back and focus on viral marketing opportunities and how to take advantage of those. This is Judith Bryles. Shannon Parrish is my guest. You're listening to your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing, 
everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, Shannon Parrish and I have been talking about websites, about branding, about how you can stand above the author and book pollution cloud, which is huge. It's huge out there. And you really do it with uniqueness. And your uniqueness could be you're wild and wacky. Your uniqueness could be that maybe you like to climb. Uh, you're one of these, I can't know the, the proper term for them, but you're one of these persons who climbs uh, these, these ice walls 
and go straight up. So you're an adventurer. You're a high risk taker. Whatever it is that you start incorporating that in so people get on the first visit, visually, they get a sense of who you are. And what Shannon was talking about as we uh, went into the last break was how do you incorporate going viral? How do you uh, engage that? How do you get people to say, oh my God, I have to share this with everybody that I know so they share it with everybody they know, which is the author's piece of cake. So Shannon, let's talk about that. What are some of those tips that we can get into of going viral and how do we do that and how do we set up our websites that we have that ease to make it transition? Well, the first thing on your website is that you need to be already doing social media marketing and have the tools available so that somebody can easily click on a button and share their page or your photograph on Pinterest or Twitter or Facebook. And you know, there's plugins that already do that for you. All you have to do is install them and then people can click on uh, something that you've written and share it with their friends. And, and um, the things that go viral are the things that are short or that they are profound, they're inspiring, uh, quotes, photographs, funny, cute uh, babies and puppies are really viral, but don't abuse it, don't insult it, don't um, prostitute it, so to speak. If if there's Mm -hmm. something that is pure in in one sense, like a, a, a cute kitten video, but you're, you're a lawyer and then you slap it on there. I mean, it doesn't fit. it no, that people fit. think, yeah, it's like, no, nah, you're trying to hook me and now you're false. So yeah. you want you want to be true to who you are. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Joan Stewart, who is one of my favorite people, and Joan is known as the publicity hound, in her newsletter that she puts out twice a month, she always has a, a, a new dog story. And she went, her caricature for part of her brand is a hound dog. And that she also has, she she invites her followers to share pooch stories. So um, that that's consistent with who she is. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. So, so I have a question, Shannon, because I see that and I get mixed responses from people. So I'd love to have your input. But I know, I mean, I'm going to be going through massive makeovers on both my websites, both for Author You and the Book Shepherd during the next few months, because they they have because they have grown so much, they have become gulp cluttered. So yes. with with that said, so we're into a simplification redesign and that um, I see sometimes the all the icons for the social media from Pinterest to Lincoln to Twitter to fill in the blank at the very bottom. I see it at the top. I see it to the side. Where in the heck should those things go? Well, people expect them on the side. Uh, you know, I think it depends again on the the appearance of your website and how they look. You can have them both at the top or the bottom or on the website or on the sidebar because you're dealing with different people and they go to different places. But be consistent in what you do so that they know what to expect on your website. And they don't have to be big gaudy ones. Uh, There's some plugins that it's so big and gaudy that it just kind of cheapens the website. They're making much nicer, more uh, professional looking icons for you to click on so you can do that. There is no one set way of what works better than another. It depends on your website and being consistent. 
Well, um, let's let's go back to, I mean, there's a visual side, but let's go back to now our user, because I think that what, whatever we do, it has to be user-friendly. So uh-huh. for, for me, and I've had arguments um, with other designers, because I kind of like it. I mean, when I go into other blogs, and I follow a lot of different blogs, that it has, it, many, many of them have at the end of the blog, each individual blogs share this, and you can click right away and just share it. It's a no-brainer. For me, if I have to go back out, if I've got, and, and a lot of times if I see something, I will actually copy the full HTTP and I'll drop it into a Hootsuite and, and mass it out that way, saying, this is hot, you need to look at this, blah, blah, blah. But that uh, I'm trying to really figure out, this is, and this is maybe a personal thing for me, is that do I put those icons, in addition to having on the homepage of the website, do we put them on each individual blog to make it easy or we just say the heck with it? Well, the plugins, <clears throat> it depends on the plugin that you've put into your WordPress website. They will automatically show up on your posts or your pages. You have to, it's in your settings of what you have to do. I think, again, a consistency is super important. And when people, I mean, to me, common sense is that when you've read the article at the bottom of it, now you know what the article says. Now you want to share it. I've been on websites where the article was fantastic and I wanted to share it. And I scrolled up and I scrolled down and I looked everywhere and there was no share button at all. That's horrible. Um, the mo- Or that they might have only a like button and you like it, but it's like, okay, but I didn't really get to share it. I only liked it. You know, um, you want people mm-hmm. to be able to share that information. And the key in things going viral is that people want to look like they're the first one that has come across this valuable information and they got to share it to you, whether it's a fantastic photo, whether it's a great quote, whether it's a really information rich article or a simple paragraph or quote. People love sharing those things and being the first on the scene to share it. So when you click, let's just say that you have a Twitter line going and you want to share it and you say, oh, my God, I want to share this. And you click on the Twitter. Does the person then have to sign into their own Twitter account or does it automatically the the viral gods figure out who you are and it automatically goes there? How does that work? When you are already signed into Twitter, uh, you're com- it, it all has to do with coding and cookies. The The website will already know that you're already signed in, and then it just goes automatically. But if you've signed out of Twitter and you're not signed in at all, then it, then you have to sign in before you can send it. Mm-hmm. So if you're using a, a management source like a Hootsuite or a Social Oom for some of the others, that if you if you keep that open, then it automatically sees that you're signed in and it takes care of it that way? No, Hootsuite is different than Twitter. I mean, if you're not signed into Twitter, um, it, well, it will automatically go over to Hootsuite, but you have to be signed in. You have to be logged into your account, whether mm-hmm. you're logged in through Hootsuite or whatever. It ha- you have to be logged in for it to automatically send. Otherwise, it, you know, a window pops open that invites you to sign in. So it's easy. Right, so you, you have to think. Say I'm I'm one of these people that would like to be non-thinking. I just want everything click, 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 fast, automatically. I'm well, done. And yeah, but the problem with when you're not thinking and you're just clicking buttons is that's how you download viruses and get extra toolbars um, installed in on your browser because you're just clicking without thinking. So there's, you know, it, it pays to go a little bit slower, Judith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then I have one other question on the comments because you do like to see uh, uh, comments engaged. And do uh, when comments come, do they automatically show... It, it, on all the websites, 
uh, on a blog, comments on a blog, let's just say, um, or is it something that only shows up if someone, um, well, well I, I guess I need to, there, God, there has to be templates for this. Yeah. Right. Um, again, this is a settings issue. I would never, ever um, want to have people make comments on my blog and it just shows up automatically because there's a lot of spam that shows up that way or people that are just flat out rude and hateful and you don't want that on your website. You just said it in, in WordPress that every blog post has to be approved by you. You can either get an email or if you're in logging into your dashboard often, you can go in there, you can read the, the comments, you can reply to them and approve of them, and then they appear up on the blog. So um, it depends on what it is that you're talking about. And um, to get the comments, you've got to ask them a question or get them engaged. You can't just assume they're going to make a comment. So going viral is about engagement. So that you've got to be the, uh, you've got to have either snappy, sassy, salty commentary that people are going to respond to that has that profound um, hook on it, or that you've got to really very specifically ask a question, you know, what say you, and, and start getting their feedback on it. That's right. All right. Now, have you run any contests? Are you have you created contests for your websites and incorporated those? Or and or, um, I know we just have a couple of minutes left. But I, I that what about incorporating? Uh, oh, this is something I really do want to ask you. What about incorporating? Let's say you're launching your book. Does it make sense to have your landing page on your website, um, your 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 key website, or should you create a separate one? Well, creating a separate one keeps them focused on buying your book and it, it doesn't, uh, people are very short attention span. So if they're wandering around in your page and then your site and then forget what they were there for, they're not going to buy your book. So there's a, a great uh, marketing opportunity if you are creating a separate marketing site just for your book. All right. Um, so and that's, that's concentrated marketing just only for the purpose of selling that book on a concentrated effort. And it's something that you can reuse at different times. Right. And that is something that also that I, we didn't mention that Shannon does do is, is she does really create. She actually did the, uh, the book launch for my book, Show Me About Book Publishing. That was What I liked about it was the simplicity. There was no confusion. You knew exactly what you were there for. Yeah. Simple is always better. Always. Always. I think simplicity wins over every moment all right shannon we have like two minutes left so any other really fast tips that you want to share yeah the first one would be don't overwhelm your visitor it's easier for them to just get off your site than to have to figure it out you've already mentioned that yourself my time is precious it's important i'm interested in something or else i wouldn't have landed on your site in the first place so give it to me now mm-hmm. and then and, and then and then the other thing I, that we have one minute to go, so can you say something very quickly about tag words? Tag words have to do with, um, the tag word is the same thing as a keyword. Those are words or uh, that people are searching for, the topics. What are they looking for? What are the answers? And it's not just the answer. It's actually, actually the problem. Your tag word can also be something that's mentioning as a problem, such as depression People are not going to be looking at it for words of encouragement. They're going to be asking questions about depression. For instance, that's just a sample tag. That's word. right. 
So for why savvy advice for all our authors is it is imperative that you understand what your keywords are, what you are about, what your book is about, because when people are up there searching, you need to go into Google keywords and find out what the massive searches are so you start getting attention. And with that, we want to thank Shannon Parrish for being with us. I'm Judith Bryles. You've been listening to Author You, your guide to book publishing. We'll be with you next week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network.